Welcome to Ladies Talking Leaps. I'm Chris. And I'm Zill. <laughs> we, we're laughing, but we won't, we're laughing because we kind of had a mix up here uh, before, but we're good. Anyways, um, I'll just start by saying how last week, I don't know, I can't believe it's already over. Basically, the playoffs are done for us. Um, we thought after game, I guess after game three, we left you just before game three and we thought that... Uh, because they had a great, great game too, the Leafs did, and we just thought that um, we thought that the um, like for game three that we'd be fine, obviously, and that. But now it's all over, and uh, we're at the familiar place. I'm at my cottage here, uh, enjoying and just reflecting on the lake, as I always do after another lost season with the with the Leafs. Um, yeah, and I don't know. It just, it just seems uh, after waiting this long, I guess, to get hockey back, mm-hmm. and then just to have it done and over with after five games, it just seems kind of uh, a bit down. But um, yeah. yeah, we still have lots to talk about. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'd have to agree. But you know, it's I guess it's a fitting end to. A season that kind of was a roller coaster from the start. Um, so I don't know why we expected that anything should resolve itself in any other way. And um, yeah, it's very apparent that there's still lots of work to do. And um, anyway, yeah. so yeah, basically, what we're going to do for this episode is um, we're just going to kind of go over. Uh, and deconstruct the last three games as we saw it uh, versus the Columbus Blue Jackets from game three to great game five. We're going to touch a little bit on the draft lottery um, that unfortunately um, we were a part of. And uh, then we're going to have another episode coming for you next week uh, where we're going to focus on the team as a whole and uh, our review of the season and our thoughts on the current state and management um, decisions going forward. As much as it is painful, painful, let's get to it, to the heart of this episode. Okay, so let's start with the disappointment of Game 3. I mean, I thought Game 2 was a great game for our Leafs. And I just thought from that, they would just build off of that, go into game Mm -hmm. three. They had the three goal lead, um, the dreaded three goal lead. And uh, ultimately they lost an OT four to three. And I I think that's, I just can't understand why. Sorry. I just can't understand why this group can't hold on to a lead by now. I know it's, uh, and I think that that's, the the kicker and I think you were talking about I mean we have a quote here of Keith's comments where he said post game that we had no purpose or plan um and I think that's what it that's what it goes what it lends to is that this is that game even though they looked great at times and scored those goals they were doing some of their old bad habits which is lent them to not be being able to hold the lead i think that's what keith was getting at yeah i don't know i was like i just didn't because 
Like you said, they had a good like period and a half, like into the middle of the second period. But as soon as Dubois got the first goal, because he had the hat trick that night, yeah, he got the first Which goal. That's also killer. Yeah, and one guy. Yeah, yeah, and we mentioned him or uh, back when we were previewing the series, we mentioned him, and um, yeah, I, I, once we he got that goal. It's almost like they, it's like they freeze up, you know, it's just like, it's like they feel the energy from the fans too, even though we're not there. Like mm-hmm. they, they just freeze up. I don't know. Like, I, it's like they think, okay, yeah, the second one's coming soon. Like they just back off. They don't keep playing the same way. They, yeah, like the they, way they, they need They can't, they couldn't sustain the pressure. And I don't know, like maybe they... They tried to see this is the thing is I think that when we if we try to be more defensive, like to kind of hang on to a lead, that's not that never works for us. Like to to go into that, you know, more more defensive shell where we're protecting the lead. I think we always have to be on the offense um, and, and never let up that way. Like right. you have to keep doing what you were doing. Like don't take your foot off the gas on that just because you're up three nothing. Yeah, and that's and try to hang on to it. Yeah, and that's basically been the problem every single year almost that yeah. with the well, the last I mean, I don't count the the one was a bonus versus Washington to actually make the playoffs that year. But the mm-hmm. two against Boston, like it's it's just like you think you know, like we went to the game. No, and and if you think about how we lost to Boston, yeah, it was always like that. Yeah. It's like Boston pretty much had to play the last five minutes of any mm-hmm. of those games, and that's it. We we're done for. You know, right. so um, yeah. I don't know. Riley did get called out a little bit for sort of just kind of being skating around too much. Yes. Yeah, there was also some key errors by you know people pinching and they got called out for that but it was also the forwards like Kapanen for example on that that one um him, I, him I'm done with we'll deal with that, that in they, our next <laughs> next week yeah but, but I'm, I'm done with him I I I mean we talked about him not on yeah, the so podcast there's, but there's some key there are some key offensive players that we have which we don't need to necessarily get into the yeah. details of that that don't want to, to pick up and do their job so that we can continue to sustain proper team defense. Like they're the ones that there's certain people that when we're up like that, think that their job is done on the, de- on the defensive side and they just kind of, their head doesn't stay in the game and they're not filling in where they need to fill in because that's, that's the key. I mean, regardless of what kind of ace defenseman you have, you can't just, it's, you can never ever leave it all on them. Your forwards have to know what they're doing. And I do think that these people have been told and they're, they're not doing their job or not sustaining that level when they need to sustain it. Because, yeah, it's, it's not all on the defense and it's not all on Freddie yeah. either. Yeah, so that, that was, uh, like, I mean, that was a lost opportunity right there, like, to take control oh, sure. of, the, of the series. And, um, 
Yeah. So then we, we basically. So lose. then, go ahead. No, we go. We lose an OT, right? Yeah. And um, for and of course it was Dubois that got the third goal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the hat how he got the. Thank OT God goal. they didn't throw any hats on there for him. I'm so glad they didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like they did in Edmonton um, for McDavid, but anyways, but yeah, I was yeah. Gonna, oh, it was okay. So it was there. Somebody, somebody mm-hmm. threw something. I know that first for uh, yeah, it was McDavid. That's right. Like mm-hmm. they, I don't even know if they managed to get on the ice there, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was just some lady throwing some hats yeah. <laughs> out there, but <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I guess moving on. So obviously that was crushing. So moving on to game four. So I I don't think that I think all of Leafs Nation, I know we were kind of a little bit on pins and needles for this one because we didn't know what the heck we were going to get. Anyway, so now we're going into uh, game four, which is an elimination game. So what do we expect from the Leafs going into that situation? Personally, I didn't expect much. <laughs> I was like, I, I thought they were done. Right. Yeah, no, I did too. And I think most Leafs, most Leafs Nation was like on pins and needles for that whole game. Like just thinking that well, They looked it. like they didn't have any energy either. They mm-hmm. just looked like that they Especially were Especially in the themselves. first period. Yeah. There was no urgency, nothing. I, I didn't see nothing in that game to say that they wanted mm-hmm. to win that game. And like... There it, was some, I think starting in period two partway through they seem to kind of start to get their shit together for lack of a better word um but uh yeah like it as it was becoming like crunch time there was you know uh, Keith started to make some moves that in this game uh seemed to make a difference um namely this is where he kind of put together Austin JT and Marner yeah. Um. Towards the end of the game, and it kind of paid off for them. Yeah. So I mean, I think he played them a little bit in game two as well. He did, but right? very it was game, short or game. Th- short yeah, like it was time. every other shift here and there, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Which I was oh, like that part. It was fine, but you could see the chemistry between the three. I mean, obviously they're whatever, $30 million of our salary yeah, they, cap, There should right? be chemistry there. So there should be chemistry there, <laughs> urgency there. They're the three leaders, right? Two of them have assistant captain and mm-hmm. the and, and our captain. Um, but yeah, no, it definitely, like they got that one goal. It was almost, it was the exact reverse of game three. Yeah. We got the one goal, be it much later in the game, uh, like with less than five minutes. And it just snowballed from there. And it, I, but I, <laughs> I was in disbelief, really. I was sitting there and I was like, how is this happening to us? Normally, this is, does not happen to the Toronto Maple yeah. Leafs. Like, and it's I, always. I have to say that with the goalie pulled, mm-hmm. they are actually one of the most dangerous teams with regards to that. They are, they, they, all, all season long, too, they capitalize on that situation. They are so good at that. I just wish that we could have that urgency all the time because they really crashed the net during yeah. um, that sequence, that miracle yeah. sequence that by the time when they actually got the second one, I actually was getting a little pissed off because I was like, 
why are they doing this? Yes. Why yeah. are they doing this if they're not going to finish it? Is what I was thinking. I yeah. kind of got a little bit PO'd that if they don't finish this off, that was just such a waste. Right. And it ended up that this whole game, <laughs> uh, I kind of felt that way after the game too, that you know, if, if they can really pull this off, they better make good on the on the next game, right? Yeah, like they were, but like, um, and you could just see, like, like even like after, like Keith said at the end of the game, there was just mm-hmm. so much the most joy that he saw from those guys in his mm-hmm. time as as coach, which is a short time, obviously. But obviously, us fans, we've seen everything that's gone against this team and other previous teams too. That it's always. If if it's something is the worst possible scenario that's going to happen, it's going to happen to us, sort of thing, right? We could have a two mm-hmm. goal lead, a three goal lead, ten goal lead. It will end up losing somehow when it comes to a key game. But in this case, yeah. it was the reverse, and he saw the joy. And I just thought, you know, I just thought, wow, um, like maybe this is the turning point. I was thinking maybe mm-hmm. this is something a special team here if they finally are getting it together. Well, that would have been a fantastic story. And I mean, it, I, you know, can thinking about can they parlay this into, you know, pull that momentum into the next game and parlay this into a win? Like, could they have really learned something in that right. moment? Right. Yeah. Um, it's I guess it's still possible that when they reflect on this, the bigger picture, that moment still will be a key moment that they can. Oh yeah, like some Key people in on right. Yeah, so, some people are saying but, like, forget about that game now. Like that game, what happened in that game for? I don't no, think so. I don't no. think so. I think that's the game that you need to turn to and realize that if if I were the Leaf management, I would be sending that last five minutes to them to watch over and over and over all summer long. Like yeah. honestly, yeah, because yeah. that shows that they c- they actually can do it. Yes. If yeah. they sustain the effort. Like, right. and ev- there were other people that in that scrum that actually contributed that weren't showing a lot during this series. Okay. So, so Willie contributed there. Mm-hmm. Hyman scored, mm-hmm. which was yeah. huge. And yeah. he was, you yeah, know, he scored the tying, the tying goal. He yeah. Scored. And he yeah. was, he was kind of a non factor in this series, yeah. like not the guy that we're used to really seeing. So, um, yeah, it's it's it something funny. that I was hoping they would capitalize on it in the next game, but maybe it's not something they're going to capitalize on this season, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But it was funny with Hyman. I, we'll talk more about this next week. I don't want to get too involved. But his one comment from today in the post, the post, the exit interviews. Yeah. He was like, I didn't actually see it. I was just reading it on Twitter or whatever. But he was like, you know, we get the fans, uh, like how they're mm-hmm. feeling. He goes, I'm I was a fan too myself which is true mm-hmm. right like him and Mitch yeah. like they're Toronto got like they're Leaf fans or that's mm-hmm. they grew up Leaf fans and he goes you know it sucks he goes right he goes we don't want it to suck like this he's like right like <laughs> like yeah for, I know I read for that the future. I thought that so was awesome. I, I thought that was that was good sort of thing right and that's why I don't understand this whole thing about Marner as well but again we won't get into that we're we'll talk more about that next week in our and I'm sure our listeners will be listening next week too to look forward to it. Uh, but um, yeah, I just thought the momentum from that game four, mm-hmm. I thought they would translate it to game five. 
Yeah. Then in game five, what does Keefe do? <laughs> he, I don't know, for me, it was it was a mistake, I think, personally, sort of thing. You might not agree, but I, I think it was a mistake. He mixed up the lines totally. Okay, so he went with his all-star game, line game mm-hmm. for the whole game. Um, so he think had... That I- so he had JT, question, yeah, JT Matthews. Just again to repeat, I guess mm-hmm. they had J Tavares, Matthews, and Marner all in one line for the entire game. He put in Janssen into the lineup, which basically he hasn't played that since was, February. That was the thing that I think was a mistake. Yeah, and he was a non-factor basically. I don't even know how many minutes he played. Very no, uh, and he was gassed most of the time. Like I, right. I don't understand. Like I, I considering. That Robertson, for whatever mistakes or things that he would have done, he was never a massive liability, not such a big liability that you want to take him out. But the thing that you took out of the lineup by taking him out was his energy. That guy back checked like you would not believe every time he he may have gotten thrown off of his man or whatever, but he was in there. So he was mixing it up on both ends and he might have made mistakes because young pe- young players are going to make mistakes. But I don't think he was a huge liability, and, but you took out his energy as yeah. well. Yeah. And, and I not, know that like Janssen, basically, obviously he would have like had the conversation with the coach to say, are you ready? Yeah. I mean, the player's never mm-hmm. going to say he's not ready, but it's really not. No, fair. and even Willie said that today yes, as well, yeah, too, the that same he thing. told him that he could do it. He could play so, center for in, in the yeah. case of Nylander that he told him he could do it in. But when Janssen's a little bit different being from coming back from injury. Like, and I mean, he's not going to say he can't get in there. No, I know that there's the no. uh, experience Well, and they have factor. their history. Yes, exactly. And they have their history yeah. from the Calder Cup. And I think there there's a bit of, I guess, loyalty there, you know, yes. yeah. giving him a shot and giving a person who's more experienced uh, that time because... I mean, you, like they say, you're, you, a uh, coach is not going, is going to err on the, the slightly more veteran player and a player shouldn't lose their spot because of injury. So if he was yeah. deemed ready to go, technically they are going to insert him. Yeah, so. I, I just don't get like going back to game two, like mm-hmm. to rep, like they, that's the game basically that. They were kind of, I think they played that line a little bit, but not that much. Mm-hmm. The uh, all-star line. Yeah. Um, but they had like a full complete game. They won that game. So why would you like totally mix up everybody else for an elimination game? I I the, just didn't get that. The only thing I can think of is that he knows something about the makeup of our players, something about the energy of our players, something about the headspace of our players that we didn't, we don't really, we are not party to. So I think that he loaded up on those guys because he must have thought these are the guys that are going right now and I need to do something to spark the team. And maybe he thought that he could hopefully get that momentum because I honestly think that he wouldn't have done, wouldn't have made these choices. Mm -hmm. And yes, it was a gamble, but I don't think he would have made these choices if he didn't feel like he kind of needed to do it. So there must be something that he knows about how the, however everyone was that game going into it, that, that we didn't really know. 
And of course, like he did kind of switch gears later on again to um, kind of put people back to where they were because it wasn't working. But um, yeah, but that, yeah, by that point, it was too late, really. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and and the fourth I mean, line wasn't as effective that game either as it was the previous game, too. So, right. Yeah. And you can only so ask he, so much for the fourth line, yeah. too. Right. And yeah. I mean, to get zero goals twice in this series, like they uh, mm-hmm. they lost the first game, th- I think it was three nothing as well. And now they mm-hmm. lost game five, three nothing. Like it, it's <laughs> it's mind boggling with the. With the talent you have as to how you yeah. can get shut out. I know, yes, gives Columbus credit, blah, blah, blah. Um, and their two goalies played great for the series. But still, mm-hmm. when you when we have that much firepower, like they should have at least got one by him in in the game. Yeah. But um anyhow, I basically once it was over, I mean, you you could kind of see during the game it, it they obviously didn't build off of that experience from game four to five. So no. then I took to Twitter, of course, and I yeah. um, I have a few couple of quotes I was uh, we we talked about before we got on the sh- on the show here. And um, anyhow, I wanted to share a couple of them. So one of them was by Nabil Karim, who some of our listeners might know from the uh, he used to be on TSN. I think he's down south somewhere now on. ESPN or something like that. Anyways, he he did a quote. He said, maybe 2020 isn't so bizarre after all. Hashtag Leafs. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so that was kind of funny. Um, The other one was stupid crowdless playoffs don't count anyway. Asterix cup sort of thing, which is true. (laughs) If if we actually were to win the cup, I actually think that there would, everybody would just say it's an asterix anyways, like an asterix Mm -hmm. cup. But only, yeah. only for the Leafs, of course, right? Only if yeah. we, if we Every, it. it counts for everybody else, though. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and then the other one, uh, I guess, just a couple more here. One of them said, um, I guess they tagged Kadri. They put at forty three Kadri, go get your cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I'm sure some of us Leafs Nation will be cheering for Naz and JVR. There. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I'm, I'm, I'm cheering for all of our. Uh, all of our previous Leafs to yeah. uh, to, to get, do something to get their first Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, I think and, Naz has the best shot. Although oh. I don't know, Philadelphia yeah. is looking pretty damn good. Yeah, I was so JPR could get it yeah. too. But but uh, it, anyways, that would be an interesting showdown. Actually, Naz yeah. versus JVR. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Yeah, uh, that, that but, could that could happen. Colorado, Philly. Yeah, no, it could. that would be pretty interesting. Yeah. And the last one I have here is uh, somebody, I guess, tweeted, we are going to win the draft lottery tomorrow and forget about all this. So, (laughs) well, as we know, that did not happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't. So uh, each each team that got bounced had a 12.5% chance to get the first overall pick, which is, I guess, supposed to be Alexis Lafreniere. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I know that he's the consensus, consensus pick, but I, I hate that, that we already know that. So that kind of bugs me a little bit with the system, but anyways, that's a subject for another day. Um, New York Rangers ended up getting the pick. I actually f- thought that that 
is the way it should kind of go. But do you think it was kind of fixed because the guy dropped the New York ball yeah. a little bit soon? Yes. And then, oops, he picked yeah. it up and it ended up being that one. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. Conspiracy so, uh, theory. I don't know. It, it anyway. was kind of, it was kind of odd. I don't know. I I mean, when I saw Dubas's face on the, because they were all the managers were on the yeah, Zoom yeah. thing or whatever, I was just like, "Oh my god!" I like he he did not obviously he did not want to be there, and um, no. yeah, and I I mean I just I think it was like everybody is saying for the league in in general to have this happen where the it ended up being one of these teams the from the qualifying round that got knocked mm-hmm. out rather yeah. than. The team that actually needs it, the Detroit Red Wings. I know. Um, it is crazy. Like that yeah, it's kind of shitty, um, that way sort of thing. But as long as I guess as long as Edmonton didn't get it mainly, since they've had like the yeah. four first round draft picks. It or... won't make a difference for them anyways. No, exactly. So they haven't been able to do anything with the ones that they like. I mean, this is the thing. Like, we have to put it in perspective. Like, look at the people that are not moving on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sidney Crosby is not moving on. Connor McDavid is not moving on. Austin Matthews, John Tavares, Mitch Marner are not moving on. Like, there's a lot of really excellent. Uh, players that are not going to be part of the playoffs this year. So, yeah, it's it, uh, it's it's just weird. And th- you know, you could argue that if it was a seven game matchup, maybe we come out on top of that. Mm-hmm. Other part of it too is that we, it was a razor thin difference, and it was very very odd. And one thing that we didn't really talk about is Tortorella's coaching. Like the games that were supposedly our home games, somehow he managed to get the drop on on the matchups that he wanted. And it was like a game of Red Rover in those games. Like he he managed to somehow work the system for his benefit. So you have to give him credit for that because that's one thing I think that if anything, anybody's going to learn from this, Sheldon Keefe is going to learn something about coaching. Yeah. So yeah, it's but, not just the players that need to learn stuff. It's it's also him. This is like his first time coaching in the big show, you know, in a bizarre half season. And um, there's yeah, learning to be done for him, too. It's that's fine. Like we I'm good with that. But I also think it's like, why does it always have to be that? our coach and our GM uh, like are not always, but in this case it is like they're learning. It's like, we don't have time to learn. We've been waiting 52 years for a Stanley cup. Except and I'm like that. We accept that we had two people right before these guys who had all the experience in the world and couldn't mm-hmm. bring it home either. So yeah. either way, you know, I what still are you going to do? Though, I mean, we'll probably talk about this a little bit next week maybe but mm-hmm. I still think and we said this before we thought that Lou should have Lamorello the previous GM um, should have been the guy to sign these three pl- our top three young guys when they were finished their entry-level contract being Mar- Marlowe Matthews and Nylander he should have been kept for at least that if if it were possible so I think I don't know I forget about the timing wise that but I just think it would have been better for 
and I think we agreed to it at that time, but even if we if we didn't, that's what I think. But anyways, that's in the past now. <laughs> and um Yeah, so we're, we're getting a little amped up now. So yeah, I yeah. would like to take a moment to have Leafs Nation and our our listeners just kind of close their eyes for a moment and just relax. Right, I'm and closing just, my eyes too. Okay, so just to think about what could have been and, and how we would really like, you know, us as a winning team to, you know, uh, win the cup. And uh, this is not the year that we want to do it, folks. This is this is a very strange year with uh, no fans in the stands. I think we could all agree that we want to be there to enjoy this with all of Leafs Nation. We want to be in our, you know, uh, our man caves or our family rooms with with friends enjoying the games together. Bars. We want to be down at real yes, sports. Yes, we want to be at the bar. Right, we want to be Square. arm in arm, hugging people and and all of that. And and if we were to make it all the way, you know, we want you know what the Raptors had last year. We remember Christine. You went to that parade. What did yeah. you say? What did I you say when my- you were at the parade? Well, I was getting myself prepped there, basically, for the exactly. for that. And actually, I couldn't believe that I could actually stay there for that long and wait. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was in, like, for the amount of people there, like, I don't know, a lot of people said that for the Leafs, that because it's a different world today and different demographics for the sport, for sports in, in Toronto, but they said that we wouldn't get that many Leaf fans as we did on that day for the Raptors or and I was mm-hmm. like yeah sure I said right I said but it's not about a competition about that anyways but I just no, remember no. I just remember that seeing all that crowd and I just thought to myself like wow like what would what would it be like like this is somewhat what it would be like but mm-hmm. it would be just at another level yes so in my opinion so really Lee fans and our loyal, loyal listeners. This is not the way it's supposed to go down for us this year. I know this hurts because it hurts every year and it's, it's not a fun way to go down, but this is not the way it's supposed to happen. So when it does, we're going to all be able to enjoy it together and we're going to celebrate like we've never celebrated before. Well, that's for sure. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, as always, we want to thank our listeners and we want to remind you about our anniversary contest and uh, remind you that we're going to keep uh, putting it out on Instagram for you guys to um, follow us on the, all the social media cha- uh, channels and uh, to enter the contest. All you need to do is follow us on Instagram, like our post and tag two of your friends and that will give you an entry and we're going to be giving away a $50 e-gift card on our anniversary episode, which will drop in September. Yeah. And our ha- our handle, just to make sure you guys know out there, it's at <laughs> LTL1917. So that's all we got for you this time. Uh, join us on our next uh, on our next podcast when we do our season in review. That's all, folks. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>